Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are someone that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you've come to the right place. You don't have to call yourself anything. We don't have to use any labels. You're just someone that knows something isn't working for you and you want to make an intentional change. Let's go. Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. I've been getting this question often from clients or potential clients who are like, well, I'd really like to work with you, but I want to wait till after my vacation. That's coming up in a couple of months. And so I'm going to go on spring break and then I'll come back and I'll work with you. And believe me, I have been there. I have been that person that's like, I'll quit when I take that next vacation. Because, you know, like you can't go on vacation and not drink. I mean, that was my mindset. And I have since discovered that going on vacation without alcohol is actually really amazing. I have done four vacations now with zero alcohol, five with very little alcohol. And I have had great experiences. I went on a cruise, for God's sakes, without alcohol. And like, historically, that would have been screaming at me drink all day long. You have an excuse. You don't have to drive anywhere. This boat's like taking you places. Um, And I went on a a cruise completely alcohol-free. So really choosing this, and I think that's the key, is we have to say we're choosing this. It's not being done to us. We're not a victim in this. It's not like, oh, I got to go on vacation and not drink any alcohol. It's something that you're choosing and you're being intentional It's a very mindful way to move through the world. And so I think really taking that alcohol-free vacation, especially that first one can be the hardest, the most daunting, can be a great way to prioritize your health and just to practice being more mindful and intentional and getting a travel experience that's more mindful and and intentional. So I've written down just a few tips that were helpful for me. And things that I didn't really even do the first time around, I just kind of went in raw dog in this thing, like, okay, um, we'll see how it goes, you know. But really, I would have loved to have some of these tips, I think, to help me navigate that first time and to set myself up for success. So the first tip that I have is to choose a destination or a type of vacation that is conducive to an alcohol-free experience. So I would maybe not choose um, you know, maybe the cruise is the best place, right? And then the second vacation I went on was a bachelorette party. So, you know, I'm really like, I did not do this first one. Um, but maybe you don't choose going to an all-inclusive resort with a swim-up bar for your first alcohol-free vacation. Maybe you choose something that's more like a meditation center, a retreat, where there's a lot of hiking and, you know, wellness opportunities. Maybe there's some cool cultural experiences that don't involve alcohol. So, you know, you may not want your first experience to be going to Napa and Sonoma because most of the stuff that you do there involves wine. So that may not be the best opportunity. But could you go to the Redwoods or Yosemite or, you know, another national park and stay in a cabin? Of course you could. That would be a great destination to choose for an alcohol-free vacation. So I think that's a big one. And I I really think just not being a victim to that, not sitting back and waiting for somebody else to plan this type of vacation and invite you, you be the planner. You plan this vacation and you bring the people in. 
So you get to be in control here. You know, you get to be the person that's calling the shots and, and um, you know, wanting to really organize this instead of sitting back and waiting. So being more, um, you know, active versus being passive in in this particular circumstance. So and you'd be surprised when you, you know, I'm in my 40s. So, you know, we don't go out and party a whole lot. Most of my friends don't do any of that. And so if I would approach them with, hey, we want to do a go to a meditation center and have a wellness retreat. I mean, they would be all in. Even the friends that drink would be all in. Like they would be ready to go, right? And so, and even if they went on that vacation and they had a drink at night or drinks at night or went out to dinner and had drinks, so what? You know, like most of the day was centered around alcohol-free. So great, you know? Um, The second one I would say is to plan activities ahead of time. Um, Again, I would probably not choose the wine tasting. Um, And so if you have options between wine tasting and, you know, meditation 101, great, go do, you know, go do the meditation. So plan your activities ahead of time. Um, That way you can not have to rely on alcohol to pass the time or to unwind. You know, sometimes we drink because we're just plain bored. So plan out your activities, things that light your soul on fire, maybe a cooking class, maybe you go see a cool museum or art gallery, maybe you do some sightseeing, maybe you find some really unique thing that you can do to immerse yourself in the culture wherever you're at. So lots of opportunities there to plan out those activities and book some things that are not alcohol centric. So you can, you know, not be bored and not be sitting around thinking, well, nothing else to do, might as well drink for the rest of the day, right? The third recommendation I would say is finding alcohol-free accommodations, those exist all over the place, right? Um, Looking for hotels, activities, um, resorts that don't even have a bar. Or if they do, they offer alcohol-free drinks. They offer um, maybe some, you know, I've, I've been trying some products that have some adaptogens in it. You know, there's so many alcohol-free options. So things that will help calm you, but that aren't alcoholic. So consider that. Consider even renting a, you know, VRBO or a vacation home or some sort of an apartment where you can have a little bit more control over the environment if the hotel bar would be a place that you would normally be visiting often if you were on a vacation. So really consider accommodations, destination, and set yourself up for success. The fourth recommendation is to either bring your own alcohol-free beverages or look and see if maybe they have an alcohol-free store. You'd be surprised. My city now has three of them, I think. And I live in a large-ish city, Indianapolis, so it's a large city. Um, certainly not the biggest. So there are many options out there. I know there's a lot of alcohol-free bars in New York that I've seen pop up on TikTok and other places. So I know they exist everywhere. We just had our first one here in Indiana or in the Indianapolis area open up. So there's lots of opportunities. So make sure you do your homework and kind of search these things out. If you can find a total wine, uh, somewhere, my husband and I went to Naples, and there was a total wine like five minutes from our resort. So I had already done that legwork to know that that existed, and I was like, "Hey, let's go over there." He wanted some alcohol, and I was like, "Perfect," you know. And he was able to get what he wanted, and I was able to get what I wanted. And so I drink a lot of tonic and lime, just plain tonic water and lime, and I really like that, you know. So it's good. Or sometimes I'll drink tonic water and add a little bit of pineapple juice, you know, like that's a good, like totally works for me. 
feels like I'm getting a bit of a cocktail, um, but just without the side effects of the alcohol. So I think that's a big one. I always bring tea because I'm a tea drinker and it's a coffee drinker's world and there's never tea anywhere. That drives me crazy. So I bring my own herbal teas and stuff that I drink at night in order to get good sleep. And I think that is another key to my success. I'm not relying on a nightcap to put me to sleep or anything like that. I'm using the the tea, uh, the sleepy tea. Um, number five that I would recommend is connecting with like-minded travelers or seeking out like-minded travelers. So finding people that don't want to sit at the pool and drink all day long or don't want to start day drinking at 8 a.m. You know, nothing wrong with that. I was one of those people at one time too. But finding those people you want to travel with that alcohol isn't the center of the whole vacation. You know, they want to do other things other than drink alcohol all day. So really be intentional about who those people are and uh, inviting those people with you, right? And even Letting people know if they happen to be sober as well or are, you know, cutting back and don't want to go on a vacation that involves a lot of drinking, let them know you're interested in going on a vacation like that. Speaking of this, so, you know, as I was, you know, jotting these things down, I was thinking about how I just keep going back to this idea of a sober retreat. So I am going to plan a sober retreat. I keep saying I think I'm going to plan it, but I'm going to plan a sober retreat. I'm planning in my mind to make it February of 2024, but just to note, like I am doing this, all of these things that I'm describing here for myself too, you know, I'm, I'm creating events and retreats and those types of things that my people will want to come to, right? But make sure you let people know that, like, if you are interested in that, tell me about it. I will put you on the list. I will make sure you're the first person to know about it when that opportunity opens. So tell people about it. Say, hey, I would love to take a vacation where we get to see and experience a new city without any alcohol with you if you're ever interested. So I think that's great to kind of share with people what you want. I'd say the last thing is to really just stay present and mindful about what kind of vacation you want this to be. And I would also say that if you find yourself in the present thinking, oh, I want to have a drink. I want to go, oh my gosh, look, I just saw that cocktail come out that looks really good. I want to go get that and drink at the pool. I want you to actually pull yourself out of the present, which I don't usually recommend, but I want you to pull yourself out of the present and put yourself into the future. I want you to ask yourself or sort of almost meditate and visualize how you want to wake up in the morning. So your your future predicting 12 hours from now, what is it that I want when I wake up in the morning? I'm going to take a wild guess that it is not going to be, you know, I really want my heart to be racing. I want to have a terrible headache. I want to feel like I've been chewing on cotton all night. I want to have heartburn. I want to feel dizzy when I wake up. You know, all those things that we get from hangovers. No, of course you don't want to feel like that in the morning. So I want you to just delay the gratification because you're going to get the gratification when you wake up in the morning hangover free. So I want you to just practice delaying it and saying, I can be patient and wait for those results instead of needing the results right now, which alcohol can give you in the moment, but it doesn't give you that future gratification. So delay the gratification, whatever you need to do, take a walk. Um, do some meditation, maybe do some yoga, you know, do whatever you need to do to get yourself out of that 
craving of, oh, I want to have alcohol and just put yourself into the future. Really just visualize what you're going to look like, what you're going to feel like when you pop out of bed with no problem early in the morning, ready to go, hangover free. So I just want you to remember taking an alcohol-free vacation does not mean you have to sacrifice fun or adventure. In fact, you're going to get so much more of that by prioritizing your own health and wellness. And you can have a much more meaningful and enjoyable vacation that you might actually remember for many, many, many years. Sometimes we'll joke around about a really significant hangover when we're on vacation, but let's be honest, that's not what we want to look back on when we spend all this time and money to get away. We don't want to look back on it and think, oh my gosh, I was drunk the whole time. I mean, I don't even remember half of it. What the heck? That's not what we want to remember. We want to remember conversations we had, laughing about silly things, you know, experiencing new things. That's why we go on vacation. It is not to get bombed and feel like shit the next day and to not remember half of what you said and did and wake up with shame. That is not why we take vacation. That's not what vacation is meant for. It is truly meant for those new, meaningful, enjoyable experiences. So if you are embarking on this very first vacation, I would invite you to follow those six tips that would have helped me had I known about them. I truly just went into it blind and it worked out for me because I was really motivated and just I was so curious. Like I was this is a big part of my experiment. You know, I you hear me talk about experimenting a lot. And that was sort of how I viewed my relationship with alcohol. I just want to experiment a little bit and see what's true and what's not and all the things. Um, but you know, this was I looked at it as just a fun little experiment. Let's see, like, let's just see how it goes. Like I wouldn't see what I notice. Is it as enjoyable or is it miserable? Maybe I wouldn't back to drinking on vacation. I don't know. But you don't know until you do it. So follow these tips and hopefully you can have a very successful alcohol-free vacation. If you don't, we can also offer ourselves some self-compassion for that. So if you come back and you're like, well, I said I wasn't going to drink, but I did. Okay, cool. Now we've got some information, some data points for our experiment that we're continuing on. Have a wonderful week and I will be back next week. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded for my weekly Wednesday episodes. If you're curious about my programs and options of ways to work with me, check out rachelpritz.com. And if that's not interesting to you right now, no problem. Just keep listening along for free. Either way, I'm here for you.